Hello, 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 and welcome to the very first edition of the Earth 81 podcast. I'm your host, Chris Robinson. This is, yes, my second podcast. I have the Kyla's Napping podcast, which is more about my life, about being a stay-at-home dad, about being a new parent. And this is going to be all about TV, all the stuff that maybe you enjoy on my YouTube channel. If you subscribe to that uh, at uh, youtube.com slash C slash Chris Robinson and Jay on Twitter at Chris Robinson and Jay. Uh, the Earth 81 podcast is going to be all about the shows I like. Probably not just the DC shows, probably a little Doctor Who, maybe a little Walking Dead, stuff like that thrown in at times. But uh, I'm thinking in the fall when the shows all come back that I'm going to do reviews of Legends and Supergirl here on the podcast and then Arrow and Flash on my YouTube channel. And over the summer, while the shows are on hiatus, I'm going to talk about you know casting news, storyline rumors, that kind of stuff uh, each week. So Earth 81, just you know playing off the multiverse storyline and 81, the year I was born. So that answers that question, if you even had that question. But I want to jump right into Supergirl and the big finale last night. You know, I've wanted to review this show for a while. It just has been a time constraint of how many videos I can do in a week. Uh, it's actually, in my opinion, the most well-written of the four DC TV shows, the big four, Flash, Arrow, Legends, Supergirl. I think she has the best writing, by far. Um, just the characters, the complexity, the storylines. Um, you know, Alex's relationship, the Monel and Kara relationship, the Guardian and Wynn relationship, just everything. Uh, McGon and, and uh, John Jones, like just really good relationships and really good stories that revolve around them. And I'm not big on romantic relationships on these shows. I've made that clear in my videos. You know, a lot of Olicity fans out there, uh, you know, Arrow and, and stuff like that. I feel like it, sometimes it takes away from the show. It's a superhero show, not a not a love story show, you know. Uh, it's not a rom romantic comedy or romantic drama. I don't know, um, but it turns into that. And so I think Supergirl does it well, and that so they can have that romantic element, but it still plays into the bigger storylines, and there's still elements to it that aren't so sappy and lovey and like overly romantic. That like you know feels like you're reading one of those cheesy rom romance novels. But uh, that said, let's talk about the finale. I thought it kicked off amazingly i think having supergirl and superman fight to start it all off was just uh, you know it did so much for her as a character to have her win she beat him <laughs> she knocked him out with a killer uppercut after fighting in a fountain and i said on twitter like how do you how can you fight with soaking wet capes i know these two have super strength but that must really like that's so <laughs> the capes just flopping around already it's all wet you're in a fountain like that's a terrible place to pick a fight with someone <laughs> I was hoping one of them were going to pick up a handful of pennies and just chuck it at the other at super speed. That probably would have really hurt. But uh, so it was a great fight. And, you know, he really, they really had Superman put her over as a very strong, as if not the strongest character, the strongest superhero. As he said later on, he's like, she beat me. She's the champion of Earth. She should be the one defending it. And then after, towards the end, with the, what happened with her and Monel, and he was like, I don't know what I would have done there. I don't know if I could have sacrificed you know, my, my relationship or having Lois here. He's like, I think you're emotionally stronger than me too. You're an all around better character than I am, <laughs> uh, which it was cool. It, it, it just helps build her credibility. And that was one of the biggest hurdles I felt the show was going to have to jump when it came out in season one. I was like, how are they going to get people to care about her and not just clamor for Superman to take over this show or to have his own show? If the ratings dip or if the stories aren't good, like they really have to keep this character and this writing strong and they have through two seasons. Um, so that, that was really cool. And then, so the main storyline, you know, was Supergirl having to fight Raya Monel's mother for, for the earth, 
And they had a backup plan with Lean and Lillian Luther and dispersing lead into the atmosphere and all that. But uh, the relationship between Carr and Monel has been the the core of the show this year. It's it's been a roller coaster. They didn't like each other. Then they got together. Then they kind of broke up. Then they got back together. Then Monel's parents showed up, and it's just all gone to hell since then. But uh, I've seen a lot of people online, a lot of people I follow on Twitter, a very mixed reaction, just like with any of the DC TV shows. There's a lot of people that love the Car and Monel relationship, that think they're great together, that like the character, the story, everything. And there's people that hate Monel <laughs> and hate that Cara is with Monel. I don't know if they still want her back with James or whatever, but it's just always amazing. I see the same thing uh, with Arrow fans and Elicity fans. Like, there's some people that love it and some people that just hate it. And they, they hate watch the show. I don't understand. I understand why you watch a show that you that you hate, but, you know, to each his own. Uh so I, I thought, you know, the sacrifice that Kara had to make last night, I, I was like, there's no way. There's no way they're going to have her, you know, release this thing. Like, she's going to beat Rhea. And then Rhea's like, oh, by the way, did I forget to mention I bleed kryptonite? It's like, what? <laughs> like, how would they not have known this? How did they go this whole season? Monel didn't once get, like, a paper cut or something towards the beginning before his powers started to evolve or, like... I, I don't know, nothing happened where he, when he was training with Kara, they were training together to test out his powers. He didn't get scraped or bruised or hit. And it, like, a little blood from the lip didn't come out green. He was like, oh, that's weird. Like, just Daxamite blood is always green. Like, I, I, there's the only thing in the whole episode, it was a great episode, that I was kind of like, eh. And then Kara just powered through it anyway. She's like, yeah, I love Monel, and that beats Kryptonite. Love beats Kryptonite every time. And she just beat her down some more. Uh, but they realize, you know, uh, we got to do this. We got to take out these Daxamites. They're starting to, you know, play dirty. They're, they're, they're blowing stuff up. Uh, the whole team had to jump into action and, uh, she had to make the sacrifice. She had to release the lead. And I thought it was amazing that, <laughs> that Rhea just turned to dust. She was like, Oh no. Poof, and she just turned to like dust. I was like, really? That's what's going to happen to Monel, Dude, run. What are you waiting for? <laughs> and they said the yellow sun, like his exposure kind of slow down the process it was like, no dude, you're going to turn to dust. It doesn't look like it's a slow thing. It's just like dust done. You're dead. Like get out of here. Um, and it was a very emotional scene. I thought the acting, Melissa Benoist is such a great actress. And her tears and her emotion were leaps and bounds better than Monel's there. Leaps and bounds. He looked like he was mildly upset. She was losing it. Uh, so, I mean, that, that some, looked like some Emmy-worthy uh, sadness from, from her. So that was a great scene. And then he flies away and, and uh, you know, she's got to deal with it that, like, everybody else around her even john jones Megan showed up like we love each other right and they had like a makeout i was like what the hell happened here <laughs> just everybody else has someone that they love well, i guess except for james james doesn't have anybody uh but you know her sister alex and and win has has his alien girlfriend and and you know uh yeah, she's just like, yeah, well, everybody else is in love and Clark has Lois and all this stuff. I'm just going to go be sad somewhere, like uh, fly fly off and, you know, drown my sorrows in the wind or the clouds. I don't know. But uh, so it was a very emotional scene. And uh, the very, very end, the, the big tease for next season, I guess each season they're just going to have somebody else from the Krypton universe kind of drop by in a, in a pod and be like, hey, I didn't die either. And they're either going to be good or bad. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I, I did a little digging online. Uh, the, the folks over at TVLine.com, which is a great website that I frequent, uh, love a lot of follow a lot of their writers on Twitter. Uh, they they know who's in that pod. I saw a lot of people speculating that it was Doomsday, and I was like, uh, I don't think Doomsday came from Krypton. I know they change you know character origins a lot, but 
I don't think he was ever straight up like a baby on Krypton. Like the other, like, yeah, I, I could be wrong. I'll, I'll Google it afterwards. But uh, I don't think it's Doomsday, according to the TV line people. I won't say who it is. Uh, it's not a character I'm familiar with. But uh, it sounds intriguing and interesting for next season. So other than that, uh, I'll do kind of like an overall. I, I really enjoyed this season. I, I liked it better than the first season. The only downside for me really was the lack of Cat Grant. I thought she was a great character. I was really happy they brought her back for the last couple episodes here. Um, I liked at the end where she kind of said she knows the Kara Supergirl. Like, come on, she's not an idiot. She, she knows the repercussions of... Uh, you know, revealing that to the world, I think. And, and, you know, I think she kind of takes uh, some satisfaction. It strokes her ego a bit that she is mentoring Supergirl, like not just Cara Danvers. She's mentoring Supergirl. I think she takes some, some, uh, some joy in that. And she had a great line about never seeing Star Wars. Oh my God. <laughs> they really know how to write just quick witty jokes for her. Just, just one liners. Cause Everybody knows that she's famously with Harrison Ford. They've been together for years. And so for her to say that, it's just like such like a little wink, wink, nod, nod. And I think out of all the shows, they do that a lot in the DC TV shows. I think Supergirl, again, does it best. They're, they're little little inside sarcastic jokes, jokes to comic book fans and sci-fi fans. It's just always on point. Uh, but it was so good good to see Cat back. Um, I like the Guardian storyline. I, I like that it started off kind of, you know, everybody against it. And then they kind of accepted it. Uh, I don't see where it goes from here. I don't, I don't know how much life they can get out of him just being a guy in a suit. Um, I could see him getting really hurt at one point and maybe stopping it like permanently. So, you know, we'll see where they take that. Uh, Wynn was great. The Alex's relationship was really well done. The fact that they had her come out and then go through the bumps in the road of being in a new relationship and coming out for the first time and, and dealing with family and all this stuff, like just so well written and, you know, having it be like, you know, she hasn't come out or taken the almost like she hasn't taken the time to sit back and go, Oh, I'm gay because of how protective and how she involved she is in Kara's life. Like just really realistic scenarios and, and, and reasons for, for, you know, why this, this happened, this took her so long and uh, how it's affected her and it's just it was just so well constructed um and as for Kara, i think you know she just continued to grow and and really learn as a superhero and learn who she can trust and learn you know how to work with the deo and, and her relationship with john and her relationship with lena luther which you know is going to self-destruct at some point like i'm glad they didn't have it blow up at the end of this season because that would have been too rushed. Like they could really drag her relationship with Lena out over a couple of seasons and then have it turn. And then they talked about, they foreshadowed it, foreshadowed it oh, big word, a little bit, talking about Clark and Lex, how you know, they were friends and they worked together and they wanted, you know, they and all of a sudden eh, Lex was like, I'd rather all aliens be dead and I'd like to take over the world. Uh, and so it blew up. So I can kind of see that happening. We've, we've already seen the seeds uh, being sown for that relationship to become, uh, you know, headbutt, headbutting each other in the future. So, really good season, really good finale. Flash and Arrow are going to have, uh, they've got big shoes to, to follow up, big shoes to fill there these next couple nights. Um, I'll probably do Flash and Arrow again, like I said, on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash C slash Chris Robinson and Jay. Thank you, YouTube, for inserting that little C in everybody's channels now. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, <laughs> and uh, hopefully next season when, when Supergirl 
comes back, I, I'll do reviews of the show right here on the podcast. Um, yeah, I think that that's that's good. I don't. I only like to do like ten to fifteen minutes on a solo podcast. I feel any more like. I don't think you could sit here and listen to me for half an hour to 60 minutes. And I don't think I could talk for that long and be interesting at all. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. The show's on SoundCloud right now. We're going to get a, um, we like I'm more than one person. I'm going to get a few episodes in the can over this next week or two. And then we'll have it up on iTunes and Stitcher and Google play music. And if there's any other places that you listen to podcasts, please let me know on Twitter at Chris Robinson NJ. I'll make sure the podcast is there. I've got a podcast, uh, Twitter and an Instagram set up for the show at earth 81 podcast so uh check those out too and uh i'll be back on my youtube channel with our own flash stuff and i'll be back next week with another earth 81 podcast thank you so much for listening enjoy the rest of your week smile